There's no throne. There is no version of this where you come out on top. If we can't protect the Earth, you can be damn well sure we'll avenge it. coverage this is from the hell carrier the deuce we cover marvel avengers alliance 2 on this show i am the rock out of podcasting charles mcfall and i'm running solo right now because Ibit and i both had hoped to get the 1.4 patch that was supposed to be dropping any time now and we were going to record on friday and we held out and we held out and we just couldn't do it so today i'm going to drop a quick deuce on you <laughs> and answer a few quick emails and give you updates so pvp has ended did you get deathlock that's the question uh, uh ibit did indeed a finish in s so he knocked it out. I totally, man, I spaced. I forgot. I was making good progress, and I got up to 10, I think it was. And the last couple of days, I just got really busy, and I totally spaced on even checking into the game. And until I saw Facebook messages popping up, hey, how did you get PvP? What did you get? I'm like, oh, crap. I forgot. So that's that was my experience. However, I did get Deathlock, actually. So even at level 10, I got uh, however many of the um, however many of the the canisters that come with it, and my very very first open on the canisters was indeed Deathlock himself. So I did manage to grab Deathlock, even though I did not necessarily lock him in. <laughs> no. So that was our adventures there. Still progressing through the chapters. Still getting in there and playing the games. The other day, actually, I got in and played. Enough to get my daily done and then some. Uh, it's just a matter of remembering the game is there. I can put it on autoplay for the chapters. I can definitely let it run through my energy through the day. And that's something if you're finding yourself not keeping up. PvP takes a little more focus for sure. And I got to say, MAA1 is doing some killer stuff, uh, what we call classic. It is, it is doing some great stuff right now. PvP ended not that long ago. We just started a new PvP over there. So it's capturing my attention. I actually powered leveled FISA. You're saying there. Uh, right now, power leveling. Eh, power might not be the right word, but I am leveling, focusing my level on Agent 13. She caught my interest, and I've got her up to about 24. So here is a voicemail that was played over on FTH Classic because I didn't take time to listen to it ahead of time. And we did answer a little bit of it but let me throw it in here because i don't remember exactly what he asked and it is for this show specifically so just in case agent titus i think it is just in case titus doesn't listen to classic we'll throw it in right here and then we will we'll talk about it and then we'll get hey notes. guys uh, agent titus here i was just leaving a message to let you guys know that um because uh, uh the pvp tournament uh finished today and i was opening my canisters tonight when i had a chance to sit down at Lo and behold, I got Deathlock. Uh, 
This is a surprise because I only made it to like level 20. Um, this tournament started out kind of rough because I was doing the task for Captain America 1901 and I was winning one, losing one, winning one, losing one. Really didn't endear me to continue on. But last week I hit my agent hit level 30. I got Iron Man up to level 30. I got um, Iron Fist and Wasp up to level 30. And so I tried PvP again and it actually became a little bit more playable. I could win two or three or four in a row as opposed to just win, lose, win, lose. So I actually managed to get up a little bit. But man, was I surprised when I opened just a canister and I got Deadlock on such a low level. <laughs> Holy cow, can you imagine that? I anyway, I thought I'd leave a message then so you guys could spread the word that it does happen. Anyway, keep up the good work, guys. Thank you, sir. Yeah, I know, right? It, it's it, it's fun. Now, people have complained with MAA2 about the randomness, and, and you can't control what figure you get or figure, what hero you get, or, or you know, the... I gotta say, I love the randomness. It's it's. I'm a kid in a candy shop. Every time I open something, am I gonna get something cool? And I have no problems getting the duplicates because they give me the action points. And I gotta tell you, getting anybody to four stars, getting anything to four stars is difficult. It takes a lot of action points. So I'm all for send me duplicates. Let me get the action points. I'm good with that. So I'm okay with the randomness because that's what benefited agent titus and myself was there is a random chance in these specialized canisters and you know me i am mcfall right i don't remember the actual names but the special pvp red canisters that you open there's a chance to pull the hero and we both did other people did not yeah you can lock it in and i've never pulled a hero before out of that actually i think i take that back i might have pulled angela once out of one of those Anyway, it's cool. I, I think the randomness is a positive thing. It lets us know that we have a chance, even when we didn't go all the way and didn't have time, or sometimes it's difficult. The Captain America one in specific that he referenced, it wasn't Captain America. It was, uh, uh, I cannot remember the hero you could get, but it was during the Cap 1901 stuff going on. And it just, the PvP season started off badly, and it, it, there was a losing streak, and it hurt. I mean, I went from 15 to 25. It really hurt. So the randomness definitely helps get us there. So here we go. Here comes some email, because, again, there's not a whole lot to talk about. We're waiting on 1.4. A lot of great stuff coming with that. Hopefully it'll be first part of next week. Agent Kostadin writes in, Hello, FDH, the commanding agent that seems to have started and stopped playing this many a time, writes in just after he claimed his PvP reward. So I ended up in gold, but after opening two useless IS, IISO shards and one that I needed to add to Wasp coordinated set out of my last one popped out Deathlock, but I still want advice from my team. So again, that's three of us into the show that says we got Deathlock out of the canisters. For now, it's Wasp the Tank, Iron Fist the Healer, and Moon Knight the Attacker. Very nice, Ghostedin. Here's a list of my heroes to help you help me. <laughs> Moon Knight, Wasp, Iron Fist. Well, you already listed those. Man. We're good. Hank Pym, Gamora. All caps. Get it? <laughs> That's actually funny. He wrote caps in all capital letters. Uh, Thor, Hawkeye, Daredevil, Falcon, Thanks for the advice, by the way. Groot, AOU, Black Widow, Deathlock, Drax, and Spider-Woman. What I'm asking 
which hero do I use and which abilities? In closing, my team is small and consists of 20-plus percent Captain America, but hopefully a decent team can come out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you got Wasp. That's key. She needs to get uh, her all her abilities that you're going to use. I personally use Queen Bee, which is the shield one and puts alert. I use the final blow, which is her three-star attack. Uh, that you get out of the store there or of course you can pull it from a canister what else do i use i use the bio attack the one where she hits with the little bio needles and it puts uh trauma trauma i think it is trauma on the the bad guys so so they're taking damage all the time uh you need to make sure that her stuff gets a minimum of three stars and if you can get her to three or four stars that's that's very key and as Ibit has said in previous episodes do the purple it doesn't no maybe in your brain like mine it goes crazy and you don't want to put an off color crystal in an off color slot and you might not have all the right things to make make your your powers work but you need to if you purple her up the highest evasion you can it's it's very very difficult to hit her and it's very good and the reason i like that in this game is while it becomes frustrating trying to hit her sometimes on the opposite side of the field it shows me that these numbers mean things you know i can pump up evasion and classic all day long it doesn't necessarily mean they'll dodge here i can see a direct correlation between i went in and put all purple ones in and really pumped her evasion up and I saw a huge difference in the gameplay. I also suggest, along with uh, Ibit and everybody else that's written in about Wasp, is make sure she gets a, that shield at 50%, you know, when her health hits 50%, and the regeneration of health. There's another one in there. I cannot remember what, they, what was suggested, but you can probably figure that out. Iron Fist, I use him as a power healer. He has two heal abilities on mine. He has his single build, a person ability. He has his group ability. I've gotten both of those to three stars. I think I've actually gotten the group one to four stars. And then I use the the three star punch out of the store. The one where he does, um, he does the one. He does shoot, man. I hate that. I forget this. This is why I need Ibit. But he does the the debuff, the necrosis. He puts necrosis. And then, which I believe keeps people from being healed and does a lot of damage over time uh, or sudden death or something like that. Uh, that's how I have my Iron Fist set up. You're going to go back and forth. Wasp has been my anchor, but from season to season, from play to play, I change up my team a little bit. I like Angela. I really like Angela. Black Widow, I like, but since they changed, they fixed her. In a perfect way. Before, she wasn't supposed to have stealthy boost on a lot of the different ones that she has. And she did, and that made her killer. No pun intended. But they've changed that to be appropriate now. So she's not nearly as killer. Uh, Moon Knight. I am trying to remember if I have Moon Knight. I don't remember. I know I've borrowed Moon Knight a couple times. Moon Knight can be very devastating. I've fought against some very devastating Moon Knights. I'm not sure how to power him up good. Hank Pym, I know nothing about. I believe I have a Hank Pym. I've never touched him. Gamora is okay. A lot of people do like her. She's got that assassin. It depends on your play style. All, see, here's the problem with giving advice on this game. All of these people, all of these heroes are absolutely viable in PvP. 
I mean, they can you, – you get the right crystals on them. You get the right team put together. All of them can be great. Give them, get them to level 30. No, that's the key. So here's what I'm going to tool it back down to, coast it in. Only PvP with level 30s, okay? And if you're really doing good with the team and you like it, make sure you have the right crystals on. So with Iron Fist, you want defense high. You want health very high because he needs to survive, right, to heal your other people. Uh, so those are the crystals you look for. You probably want to go with a shield on him. I... Put, I think it takes six crystals to do this, but I put on, he does an extra damage with free attacks because once you get him to level 30, he starts jumping in and pre-countering some attacks. So I gave him the crystals that gave him more damage to do in that. But you definitely want to, you want to find what you need to boost. You know, this is just a tough one. You've got a lot of great characters here and everybody's different. So, what I would suggest, my final suggestion for this email is to find a team you like playing with. Practice with them everywhere. Do it in the scouting missions. Do it in the chapters. Use the same team everywhere you go to really learn how they work. Go in, swap out the abilities, go into another battle. You know, Try it in PvP practice. Try it in missions. Try it in, in scouting missions as well. Because you'll get different play fields. You'll get different results. And it'll let you learn the team. That's how I built the Iron Fist that I have. That's how I built the Wasp that I have. And that's how I've built out Angela and Star-Lord. And I think I still have one of my caps is a 30. 30 is the minimum. You really need to get your entire PvP team to 30. Entire PvP team, a minimum of three stars across the board, both in their abilities and in who they are, right? And then go from there. So I would just suggest playing with them and then trying out different things until it just clicks. And keep asking. Keep asking these kind of things because uh, other people will give better advice and different advice for sure. Agent CK7 writes in says, about Thanos being too much, we said something. This says Agent. Was this Agent? What are we talking about Thanos? Is this in the wrong? Did I put? Did I mix them up? No, no, no. Nope. This is the right one. This is MA2. So about Thanos being too much, we said something similar about MA1 Doom. Oh, I think he was saying, uh, somebody maybe had mentioned Thanos as a bad guy uh, hero. And I just, I, I personally totally disagree with that. I have a hard time with some of these bad guys as heroes anyway. I like the story that they're coming from an alternate universe. But Thanos, man, I don't know. Here's his reasoning. Thanos, uh, we said something similar about MAA-1 Doom, and look how that turned out. Hello, all. Commander of Shard Recovery, CK7 here. <laughs> uh, but see, Doom came out of the door just so great, and now he's he's sad. You know, now if I see somebody put him in PvP, I'm like, what? What are you doing? Kill. All right. And yeah, Doom should be better than that, I think. Uh, but that's MA1, and that's a whole different ballgame. Here, it would be different because, like I said, every single time, every hero is viable, both in PvP and everywhere in the game. All heroes work everywhere in the game. Some definitely are a little better than others, but I, I'm not sure that Ebbet runs Wasp anymore. I know there's a lot of teams. I, I don't see Wasp nearly as much on defense 
Well, there's not a defense offense. So on other teams in PvP, I don't see her nearly as much as I used to. I mean, Spider-Man is a bugger. Oh, my God, I hate when he shows up. Who else? Ant-Man can be tough. Uh, everybody. Everybody you go up against can be tough. So, yeah, Thanos, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe. But they really have to convince me with that one. PvP Spider-Woman. This is back to the email. I'm pretty disappointed we didn't get Julia over another Jessica. Oh, uh, well, they haven't released it exactly yet. But this could, yeah, I guess the all new, all fresh and clean outcast version of Marvel's <laughs> Spider-Woman is probably another Jessica, Jessica Drew. Uh, but he says, I'm pretty disappointed we didn't get Julia over another Jessica. Julia has those psychic webs that would be really cool to see. You said they call her Spider-Woman 3, but Maddie Frank... I don't, I don't know if I said 3, but Maddie Franklin was the third Spider-Woman, or 4 if you count the one time where a librarian was Spider-Woman before Jessica Drew. Yes, that's real. Look it up. <laughs> it's still not a new character. It's still Jessica Drew. I would agree. Uh, it's going to be an alt. It's going to be another alternate version of Jessica Drew. So until we get Deadpool in the game, I don't care. Shut up. <laughs> you know, I want my Deadpool, man. I want Lady Deadpool. So it, it is what it is. Uh, back to the email. Do you think we'll be able to get a previous PVP heroes, example, Heimdall, shards at the end of Spider-Woman's PVP season? It seems like that's what they're talking about in the patch preview. I agree with you, CK, that it does seem like that is what they're talking about in the patch preview, that we will be able to save the shards, to farm the shards. It feels like, and until we get the patch itself, we don't know for sure, but it definitely feels like what, what it said about being the Star Wars, uh, what was it, Star Wars Galaxy something or other. It was the Star Wars version of MAA2 before MAA2 came out. And Ibbett and I talked about how we were playing it until the beta dropped for MAA2. And we did. We both played it until that dropped. And then we we're like, oh, we're done. We're going to go play Marvel now. Because as much as I think we both love, I'll speak for myself, but I really think he's the same way. But as much as I love Star Wars, it doesn't click nearly as, as well as, as Marvel does. And honestly, the game didn't play nearly as good as MAA2. You might have your problems with MAA2. And it's still a baby. And I can't remember Star Wars having as many problems as MAA2 has had. However, it's still better. I, I mean, the game MAA2 plays so much better than the Star Wars one. But the way it worked in Star Wars was absolutely, you would go, shards were used for everything when it came to a character in that game. So in order to level them up, I had to have so many shards. In order to unlock them, I had to have so many shards. Now, it definitely had the randomness to it. I could win them in an open of some kind of, they didn't have canisters, but I don't remember what the hell they had. So in some kind of canister, you could win random characters, right? You could play their version of tournaments, I think, and try to win a, a character. But shards were used for everything. So in order to unlock a character, you collected X amount of shards. And then in order to level them up in this game, it'd be stars. So to get one star to, or the one star would be what you'd start with. Well, you could get lucky, I guess, and, and maybe shard up a two star. It was a little random that way. But essentially to level them from one star to another was shards. You had to go farm more shards. I think this is the way the game's going to work. So Heimdall being the example, yes. I believe you can go and find Heimdall shards 
and get him. I believe what they've said the only way, the only ones you cannot get are the spec ops, and of course the unlockable bad guys uh, that you complete the chapters to get. Uh, I believe that was what they said. So everything else, I said spec ops. Yeah, spec ops. I said that right because you have you buy the key to go back through spec ops and you can get the character. Let's see what else does CK say. I would like to compliment PD on Chapter 5, especially after the Ultron attack. Some of the, yeah, some of their best work to date. Story-wise, this has me pretty excited for Chapter 5. Me too. So Loki is a Chapter 5 hero. Maybe he'll bring disoriented and mind control to MA2. That, maybe that's why, maybe you're right. Maybe that's why they're holding off on launching it because we have no kind of disorientation currently, as I don't believe. We don't have any kind of mind control. The kind of stuff we see in MA1 all the time, we don't have that yet here. I don't know if I want it. Maybe I'll be happy. Maybe I won't be. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, perhaps Loki. Because Loki, Loki, Loki's not going to come and bash you in the head with a staff. It's going to be a whole different set of things. So let's see what happens. Malekith, Curse, Wrecker, and possibly the rest of the crew, and so on, coming to the game but do you think we'll see Enchantress and the Executioner? What, 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 what? Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok. The movie. Uh, coming out, I think, in next year. I think is when it, or maybe it's in two years. But the Executioner, I believe, is one of the bad guys in that movie. As maybe the Enchantress. I can't remember what I've, what I've heard about that movie. But it makes me say, yes... It is possible we will see them in the game in some form, but more than likely more towards movie releases if they have them planned to show up on the big screen. But that's not always true either because they're using the games to help promote the comics as well. I haven't heard any new comic news about Thor. Any, any you know, we know about Cap and his storyline and the Hail Hydra stuff, and we know... We know they're doing the all new, all fresh and clean. <laughs> I can't help but think of that every time I hear that. It's, it's a guys, Marvel. It's a dumb, a, a dumb title. I mean, honestly, DC Rebirth at first is a really cool title, but then it's kind of not. And and why can't we just? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm a little funky about names sometimes, but I haven't heard any news on the Thor storylines. So if it's not promoting, I'm going to tell you this, if it's not promoting a comic book or a TV show or a movie, they'll probably hold off on doing something like that. So we're fighting the Serpent Society. I wonder if Diamondback would be the Spec Ops reward. Mockingbird might work as well. Diamondback's a, a bad guy, though, isn't he? Because I don't think bad guys, because Bucky's technically not a bad guy. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, while Winter Soldier is a bad guy for a little while, the version we know from the cinematic universe is mostly a good guy, right? Even at the end of, I mean, even during Captain America Winter Soldier, we we see that back and forth and that struggle, and then they unlock him, essentially, and he becomes, <laughs> not even being it that way, but that, yeah, they unlock the hero by ending the movie, and now he's, he's the bad guy's now a good guy. Uh... So if I'm, a, I'm probably am mistaken, but if I'm not mistaken, Diamondback's a bad guy, so he would not be a Spec Ops reward. But if I'm mistaken, then yeah, possibly Mockingbird. Sure. Do you think we'll get the Serpent Society? Who do you think 
we'll get in the Serpent Society Spec Ops. I don't maybe another Spider Man dude. Hey, didn't he fight the serpents more than anybody else? In that that in that his rogues gallery is the Serpent Society. Ooh, Black Cat maybe. Maybe I'm trying to think of who else was in the the Heroes Gallery for Spider Man. Uh, I know they used. It depends on which Spider Man cartoon you watch. I know Nova is in it. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? Who else? I don't really watch that cartoon. I've seen my kids watch it from time to time. So I don't know. I know we already have Nova in the group in the game. So he's thinking. CK says I'm thinking we'll see Black Adder, Asp, Diamondback, Princess Python, King Cobra, and of course the Viper. Uh, yeah, there you go. See, he says about you talking about going back to the '90s. Go back to the '90s. They kind of are. You're right. They kind of are. Hence, all new and I forget what the D stands for. All deadly Marvel now. Solo '90s hero. Thunderbolts '90s hero team. Slapstick '90s hero. Full killer '90s villain. Classicy looking Venom. More clones. That good old clone saga. All we need is all new, all different. Thank you for spelling it out. All new, all different force works in a superhero sidekick named Pouchy the Human Pouch. We're back to the 90s. Hey, you know what? If we're going to take it back to the 90s, where's my my poster to go up on the wall of uh, the bikini-clad ex-women? <laughs> that's, that's what I remember about the 90s. Wizard Magazine came out, and in the middle of, is, is 95, 96, somewhere in there, 94 maybe, and in the middle of summer, they had the bikini poster that you pulled out. It was Psylocke and Rogue and a couple others. And it was very, very sexist and very, very wrong. And for a teenage boy, very, very awesome. And that's kind of what I remember about the 90s a little bit. I, I mean, I remember, dude, Executioner song was in the 90s. Uh, Infinity Gauntlet was in the 90s. I think Infinity War was in the 90s. Lots of great storylines for me were in the 90s and I, I agree with you with how you have it listed out now they've got they're bringing a lot of that stuff back and finally ck7 says i think i'll save my idea of the character variations for the advanced ideas and mediation <laughs> and heroes for hydra assailants oh assailants of the galaxy blood spider and his felonious friends and the strategically horrific ideas and larceny and destruction that'd be Shield, I got it. Uh, kind of S H I L D. You miss an E, man. Shield is S H E I L D. Uh, strategically horrific, extraneous ideas and larceny and destruction for next week, mainly because I've just figured out the names. In case you forgot, that was the alternate reality chapter heroes getting their own mini spec ops idea I presented last week. I do remember that, and I, I think it's fun. I think it's a lot of fun. So thank you, CK7, for writing in. That is going to be it for the deuce today. Keep getting in there. Do your dailies. Have fun with it. Level things. Put it on autoplay. I love autoplay on MAA2 because it does allow me to get through the chapters. It allows me to farm materials without having to sit down and focus constantly on it. I can just kind of put it on the side and do it. It, it is that easy. I miss Ibit. It's so much easier doing this when I have a co-host. So there's your quick drop in the bucket about the deuce. Hopefully Tuesday we will have the the uh, patch already loaded, 
and dropped in over the weekend. I'm hoping Monday they'll drop it and have us we'll have time to play with it and look at it. Or maybe like they did the last time, they'll drop it in the middle of the show and we'll do it there as well. So until then, follow us at facebook.com forward slash from the helicarrier. Twitter's at FT Helicarrier. Email is from the helicarrier at gmail.com. You can go to thehelicarrier.com for tons of archives. All these emails, we call it from the flight deck. All these emails can be found there. And what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, you can also leave a speak pipe message like you heard from Agent Titus. Go to thehelicarrier.com, click on the little speak pipe tab, and there you go. And seriously, people, we need your help. We need your love. Patreon.com forward slash from the helicarrier. Pledge, help us out. Let's grow this show. Let's keep it going. We're having a lot of fun playing MAA1. We're having a lot of fun playing MAA2. Let's help others have fun. And by doing that, by pledging, we can get more word out. We can get we can get more promotional materials, those kind of things. Check out Giant Size Team Up Network. That's GiantSizeTeamUp.com for all our amazing shows. I'm going to do a quick plug for myself. You can find – actually, I'm going to do a quick plug for Ibit. You can find more of uh, Agent Ibit, Brian Ibit, over at Coverville and The Morning Stream. He does amazing work on both of those shows. He's on a lot of other shows as well, but those are his favorites. As well, I shouldn't put words in his mouth. Those are two that keep him the busiest, and probably are the two biggest shows that he do. He does. He don't. He does. He do. One of those. Yeah. So check him out. Coverville.com and the Morning Stream. I believe it is the Morning Stream.com. And then a quick plug for myself. I've got a new show out that I really love for you to give a listen to. It's a storytelling show. Ask me anything literally ask me anything i'm gonna share high energy stories from my life it's like if kevin smith had a baby with tony robbins that's me and i've been described as <laughs> i've been described as an energy drink for breakfast with a side of punch in the face you're gonna get more of what you love about me in this show just it's non-geeky for the most part it's it's very much from my life the adventures i've had the things that i've learned the thoughts that i have it's fun, it's adventurous, it's a lot of great energy. Go check it out. That is The Rock God of Podcasting, rockgodofpodcasting.com. I don't know why I said the, because the is not in the URL. Rockgodofpodcasting.com. You can also subscribe on iTunes and find it on Blog Talk Radio. Thanks for listening. Come back next week. Hopefully we'll have some more information on the deuce. And go support our friend Kirkstable over on Twitch. Well, yeah.